If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, May 12, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioye Jr. Joining me is host of P.S. I Love You XOXO, a.k.a. WWE Superstar, Greg Miller. Let's end the show and play Zelda. Let's end All the right? show right now and play some Zelda. I haven't started it because people were like, we want to watch you stream it. So I haven't started Zelda and I'm not starting it till after this show. So the quicker we can get through this show, the better. How excited are you for Zelda? Because I feel like Zelda is one that I know you loved uh, Breath of the Wild, and I know you're a Zelda person. You yeah. grew up with Ocarina of Time and all that yeah. stuff. I feel like I don't hear you talk about your excitement for Tears of the Kingdom compared to a lot of other games. Sure. Well, I think it's, you know, I think people's Zelda fandom outpaces mine. It's kind of funny, right? Like mm -hmm. you with Breath of the Wild is like your favorite game of all time, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think like that's like... Let you shine. You know, let, let's get in there. I, yeah, I love Ocarina of Time. I love Majora's Mask. But really, those were the ones that I loved, right? I think uh, Link Between Worlds, stuff like that. Obviously, Breath of the Wild was an, a fantastic game. Uh, but, like, Breath of the Wild was what it was. You know, I, I, Breath mm. of the Wild, I, I loved playing. I had so much fun. I always tell a story of me and Tim on the flight to PAX right after we got our got Breath of the Wild. It was just like, this, game, this flight's flying by. This is amazing. But it's not one that I look back on and I'm like, Oh man! Like I see, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna reminisce and get nostalgic, I'm still reminiscent about Ocarina. I'm still reminiscent mm -hmm. about Majora's Mask. So my hype for this has been I, this. I assume is going to be another amazing game, maybe another game of the year, maybe another ten out of ten. It turned out all that's true. And so really, it was watch. Uh, you know, we just had our morning meeting. We run through what happens next week, right? Mm. And then, of course, you look at the clock. It's like, it's time for Games Daily. So at the end, Tim was like, anything else? And I was like, everybody did a great job. You and the team crushed the Zelda review. Not only the review, but all the breakouts. So really watching all the little TikToks you guys did of like, here's what, here's how I made a flying machine. Here's what this thing. Here's this crazy tree. I was like, damn, like that stuff is getting me more excited. And the fact that I don't have the pressure of the review, mm. I'm really excited to jump in and go, okay, I, I feel like, this is the first, you know, that I'm, I always talk about being like, if somebody asks me on the street, what's your game? I say, I'm, uh, you know, I, I like third person action adventure, right? I feel like this is going to be the first open world action adventure game I've played in quite some time where it's not, I'm reviewing it. So let's finish it. Let's roll credits. Mm. So the idea of this being like, crack my knuckles and like, what's that? That looks cool. Let's go find out what's going on with that. Okay. Let's go over here and do that. That excites me. I think the, the freedom of it, like I, I'm, I'm jonesing now. Do you I'm think ready. you're going to finish this game? Roll credits on it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll be soon. I think we are, you know, as always, it's always review season. So I do know that there are other codes coming very soon that are going to take me away from this in terms of it being all I'm playing. But I do think that I have been looking for a great couch game. I have been looking for a great experience to stick with me. You know, I've been, I, I texted you the other day about remote play on Steam Deck where I'm like, I'm finally setting this shit up. I, what, how did you do it? What did you do here and there? I've been doing that. I've been using that. But, you know, I was trying to platinum for Horizon with it and stuff like that. So, I think having this, you know, you know, Jen uh, went to Canada yesterday. She was at the airport yesterday morning, text me. And she's like, I really should have packed my Switch, shouldn't I? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, baby, you should have packed your Switch. She's like, but what if I just bought one in Canada? <laughs> and I'm like, 
I am never going to talk you Just out of Mil- buying video Mil- games. her switch. Um, no, I was, no. She's not there long enough. And oh. I'm like, I'm never going to talk you out of useless video game purchases. I'm like, buy the Zelda limited edition. And, you know, seven, eight hours later, I get the photo of her with the bag and the Zelda limited edition in there. So oh, she yeah. went. So like, she's into it that much where it's like, I can see that kind of being, uh, uh, moving over to kind of being a little bit of our time where it's like video games can be so insular. Right. So I always talk about it of like, you know, I get home from work and it's, Take care of Ben. We put Ben down. Then it's mom and dad time. Then put Jen down because she goes to bed earlier than me. And then I get to play. I could really see if, if it hooks her the way Breath of the Wild hooks her that, you know, our mom and dad time is sitting on the couch with whatever garbage TV on we don't really care about, right? Well, we play some Zelda and hang out and talk to each other. And so I think that, you know, can then also be that that's my Zelda time. And then I stop and I go review whatever I need to go yeah. review in the basement or whatever I'm working on here. I think for me, that's the biggest thing I envy uh, regarding playing the game during review period and yeah. seeing everybody get the game and being able to boot it up and now that people are going to be playing for the next month two months for the next year right i mean how many people do we just see including our own jana garcia who just rolled credits on breath of the yeah. wild to make sure they could do this and i was thinking in, in um, my my group chat right i'm talking to my friends and yami uh well no it's uh it's yusuf rihanna and and belinda not the singer rihanna uh and we're talking about why'd you why'd you why just let it be it's a bit i do now whenever i whenever i tell people that might not know the rihanna i'm talking about i always have to clarify sure it's not fair the singer. enough i wish fair enough um, but they're they're actually not, uh, as far as I understand, not like super big fans of Breath of the Wild, oh, and so like they shared um, a clip of Tears of the Kingdom. I think it was like Gamespot showing off five of the different crazy things you can fuse, which yeah. is a wild video because I saw that video. One of the things they did was fuse like um, a cart, like just like a board with wheels, to um, a shield, and then they did the shield surfing thing. But because they, it had wheels on it, it turned it into like a skateboard, and they're just skateboarding around Hyrule. That's and I'm like, awesome. I never even thought about doing that see this is where i'm at where i want to stop consuming content when i get in and just see what i do with it and not have it be that i'm chasing trying to do other cool shit with one thousand percent anyways they saw this clip yeah they saw the clip they shared it and they're like this game seems intimidatingly like deep right this game seems so ambitious and in the in our chat i was like hey dude if y'all like one yeah this game is is crazy the idea of making a skateboard is fucking wild but also if this helps y'all like if this persuades you guys to pick up the game Pick up the game and don't even think about beating it. Like, yeah. don't go into it with yeah. the thought process of we're going to roll credits. Just go in, create stuff, and just have a good time. Like, that would be my biggest recommendation for this game. Because yeah. my biggest envy is seeing people come through and being able to, to, to pick this game up and not have the deadline is the fact that I am 70, probably like 75 hours in, probably somewhere around that because the Switch doesn't give me an exact hour. Um, but I'm, I'm around there, and I rolled credits. If I... And not that I didn't have the choice, because I like to say if I had the choice, I wouldn't roll credits. Obviously, I have the choice, but I wanted to at least see what the end of the game was. Well, that's such a big part of it for our jobs. Yeah. The story and being, you know, did you beat it? Well, you can you can say you put 70 hours and didn't roll credits. Well, you, did, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you gotta, I, could give, I could give the same review without seeing the final cutscenes of the yeah, game and yeah, the final yeah, boss yeah. and all that stuff. But I wanted to do that just for the finality of it. For me, there's something special about having that thing finished and then being able to talk about it in its totality. But with, with the review deadline, right? Like, I'm playing the game and I'm still making that mainline progress with every step right i'm still like all right i want to i want to uncover the entire map but like as soon as i do that i should go to this place i should go to my next main objective if i wasn't reviewing the game i probably wouldn't have rolled credits until maybe like 100 hours in uh because for me there's also the the weird thing with my brain i don't i don't know if it's just me but if i roll credits in a game it's so hard for you to pick so that game hard to back, go back up. So hard to go back. I don't back, know what right? it is. I don't know why, but like, yeah, picking up. There's, you said it. There's finality to it. Yeah. And I feel, and, the, and one of the things what I find, again, the open world action guy and the guy who has to do these things for review and then go back, right, is always that thing of, okay, cool, you've, you know, the world is saved. You've done the main quest. And yes, there's other quests to go do. But it's also that thing of like, well, what is this building to, right? Like, 
at its DNA side quests are meant to get you a higher level, unlock new abilities, right? You know, make you more strong and more powerful. Mm. And so if you've already done the most powerful thing in the game, you know, it's like Superman coming back and like putting fence posts in the ground. It's like, okay, well, I, why am I doing that when I've already done that? And I, exactly. I'm with you of it. Like it, the adventure can just keep sprawling if you don't roll yeah. credits on it. And so like, yeah, w with me with Zelda, I, I intend to eventually roll credits on it. It is not paramount to me. It is very much that... I want to get in. I want to experiment. I want to see what the game's about. I want to ask you, of course, kind of funny uh, fans, and me, you know, anybody who's watching right now live on this, but I want you on Twitter to respond. But maybe even more importantly, I'll talk about it a little bit on Gregway today. Uh, Brian Altano, the one and only, my Italian meatball. Uh, when we launched the studio in October, one of the things on the thermometer was Brian and Greg do Let's Plays. And I was like, well, let's do SimCity Let's Plays, right, for SimCity 4 or whatever. And a lot of people were like, well, you guys used to do Minecraft Let's Plays. I'm like, yeah, but it's me and Brian fucking around in a game. Does it really matter what game we play? Mm. And then now I'm like, we're set, to, we're set to record them next Friday if nothing goes wrong. But things have gone wrong repeatedly when we try to do this. If it's next Friday, I'm like, just play Tears why of the don't we just play Tears of the yeah. Kingdom? We set 30-minute timers. Me and Brian do it. Brian, the Zelda like expert, right, the guy who loves Zelda and loves Nintendo so much, screwing out with me. And like, I was thinking, rather than it be cool, I'm just going to go do this quest. I'm going to go do this thing. Have Brian just like, all right, Brian, what do you want me to do? What mm -hmm. should I do in this thing? You set my objective, my goal, or whatever, every let's plan I go try to accomplish. Or it. we could steal IGN content. I don't want to do the two, the two things. Together. One of the That's when I get a phone series. call from fucking Pear, and I yeah. don't do that. Max but they don't have Zach up. Ryan anymore, so, you know, like, Brian... Rest in peace, Zach Ryan. Yeah, rest in peace. Buried in his jean jacket. One of the few pieces of content that Alyssa actually would continually watch because she's not, like, a huge video game person, but that series she found fucking hilarious because it was. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Greg, yeah, we talked a lot about Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Now I can play it? Now you can play it. Right after this, on the stream, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, and Greg, we're going to talk more about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, because today's Yay! stories include Zelda is finally here. Summer Game Fest has announced its partners and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news needs to know about. You know how much I respect and love you, right? Yeah. All right, don't take offense. I'm going to go pour my cup of coffee while you do all this. No, do, do your thing. Do your thing. I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times. If you're <laughs> Well, I kind of I kind of rewrote it a little bit just to suit my own preference. Just a little bit. Uh, if you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games Daily. Uh, remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kinda Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you. My first 45 minutes playing Tears of the Kingdom for the first time is up on YouTube right now. It's funny. I, uh, Tim got me the code. Right, it was like I think I was getting off of an episode of PS I Love You. I get off, I look on Slack. Tim had sent me the Slack code, and I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, I need to go home and immediately boot up this game." But I knew I wanted to record. Damn, that was a really good kick. <laughs> you just Thank you. Thank you. Just kick your, People don't your... know how limber I am and how high I can kick. Can you do the splits? No. How how close can you get? I don't know. I've never even tried. tried. You should no. try right now. Well, I think I blow out the pants, wouldn't I? Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be good content. Be good well, content. You know, I'll put it on thermometer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I got home, boot up the game, and like I I put on OBS and all that stuff, right? Getting ready to record. And immediately as I booted up the game, I was like, oh shit, I, I gotta press record because this game starts off immediately. Um, but yeah, this is my first forty-five minutes. The video's up right now on YouTube. Go check that out. If yeah, that, that really you threw hang me out. in for a loop because I was expecting to like 
start up the game, walk away, and like uh, get a drink or something. Yeah, with like a menu or something. And it's like, nope, we're just going. Right we're going in. right in. Like, I was like, oh shit, shit let's go. The wild started. I want you to know that's it, it this morning. Time. I downloaded it right, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, cool. And I went to start. I hit A, or you know, like, all right, let's you know. Make sure there isn't some other. You know how you ever do this where you start a game and it's like, oh, also oh, I have yeah. to do. I've got to download more. And then it started popping text. It was during the meeting. I was looking. I'm like, all right, all right. And then it has a torch. I'm like, nope, can't yeah, pull no, out. No, we're not doing this. It's I'm the not. Way, like the way the first text. I ain't got up, this like, right oh. now. Uh, but then yeah, more for housekeeping. On Friday, March 19th, we're celebrating Kev and Mike's birthday with a special subathon marathon stream. Uh, we're gonna get in our PJs, build a fort, and go late if you want it to. Come join us for some snacks, games, and sleepover vibes. And then on the stream, after this, like we've talked about, Greg's starting up Tears of the Kingdom for the first Yay! time. That is happening right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. And then only on YouTube in the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Mike, not Mike, where Andy comes in to talk to us, KHD hosts, about your Super Chat uh, YouTube questions. Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next kind of funny stream starts. And then one more thing over on Patreon, we're going to tackle that GQ top 100 games list on the shit list. I've been thinking for the last few days about how I want to do this. My plan is to do it in two parts, Greg. Okay. So that we can talk about it in detail. Love it. Tim, have all the fun, right? Go deep on what GQ is. That's what the shit list is all about. That's what shit list is all about. So we're going to talk about GQ's top 100 games of all time list. Of course, GQ hit up a bunch of people in the video games industry, people on the media side, people on the dev side to get their submissions. Now, did everybody answer when they no. got hit up? No. You know what I mean? <laughs> turns Some out I had a big time GQ. Yeah. It turns which out I wish Tim I wish I could too. Oh, yeah. Tim, I was going to ask The response was like, yeah. Oh, God. Thank, I'm so glad you responded. I thought like, when I apologized for not responding, he's like, I'm so glad you did. I thought I pissed you guys off because Tim didn't respond either. That's I was like, so funny. Uh, but yeah, it our, takes a lot to run this company. All right. Answering your email. <laughs> Dude. You got to write 10 games. You're such a piece Mel- of trash. I can name t- I can name. I can do your You're 10 right now. piece of trash. Metal Gear Solid. Tomorrow, on Monday God morning, I won't delete any email. And you'll God see how many goddamn emails I got. We're on the same press list. I'm sure there's like 10 more emails you probably get. Maybe 11. If we're on the same press list, you better fucking get it whipped into shape on the goddamn games that are coming out. You're missing shit all the time. I'm not missing that. You're missing shit all the time. Nobody know what who wants to play Bobby and Katie. You know, you make a great point. You make a great point because as IGN.com once said, if we're not talking about the game, it's probably (laughs) terrible. They're probably fucking trash games that don't deserve to exist if if you don't know about the game. Um, but yeah, the plan is for the shit list is to do a two-part episode. And so part one, nice. me and Tim are going to record today. We're going to go through the 100 through the 50th. And then for, uh, next week, we'll probably be part two, as long as neither of us <laughs> gets horribly sick or something. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we're going to do 50. What are the chances that'll happen? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I feel like I nailed at least three of your top 10 right there. I'm sure I can keep going. Because I said Peace Walker, Rat, I, Ragnarok. I, I lie to you. I'm pretty happy that I didn't have to do it. Yeah, because I don't want to think. I don't want to sit here and think about my top ten of all time right now. I'm like, oh, luminous. Jesus. I did. I did a. I did a giant bomb one. My top. Maybe IGN. I mean, you did yeah, a I did yearly giant bomb one. I remember. Yeah, yeah ten games of all time. Greg. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. No, no, no. No. You're, you're missing. I know for sure. Here it Ghostbusters, is. Ghostbusters. The according. I would have done this. This is where I would have started for GQ. I would have mm-hmm. said, "What the fuck do I know in my own head?" I'll jump to Greg in 2014. Mm-hmm. Greg in 2014 wrote for IGN. Oh, but the okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. This is me doing my normal bullshit. This is my favorite list of games. Oh, yeah, because IGN had the, the, whole, the whole thing where they asked all their uh, editors and stuff yeah, to do yeah, their yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not even what was the top up. thing? Did you do top 10, top 50? Because I know people were doing different numbers to that. I did top 10 here. But okay, again, it's my favorite games of all time, so it's a different story. But um, I think my top, my top which, five had to be pretty simple. Which mel- oh, no, I guess Peace Walker. Would you add I put, any yeah, other Yeah, so number one, I had Peace Walker. Mm-hmm. Number two, I had Ocarina of Time. 
Oh. Number three, I had Super Mario World. Number I four, Drake's uh, Drake's Deception, Uncharted three. Okay. A wild card. People wouldn't expect that one yeah. for sure. And they hate me for it. Patapon two at five. And this uh, is where you, re- this is where you really this is where you really start getting into what I enjoy, not what I think the best games of yeah. all time were. Because I would have put on my I would have put on my more like you know, as objective as you can be, which doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. But I'm not gonna call out like fucking here's this weird game I like that I think should be on I would have been like, what do I think are actually the monumental like ten poles kind of thing? So thankfully I didn't have to do that work. That's great. Why well, I deleted the email, didn't, <laughs> didn't respond to it. You, just, you saw GQ in the subject like line I, and well, in the email, and you're like, ah, First off, doesn't matter. You're a piece of Who truth. reads GQ? Only the whole world. <laughs> the subject line from Sam was, GQ, greatest games of all time, poll, parentheses, and an apology. And I'm like, all right, clearly this, is some, this is some fucking weirdo fan. <laughs> Boom, done. I don't, I don't think I got that. I don't think they got the apology part. Well, of course I, not. I, he doesn't have to apologize to you for Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have four stories today. A baker's dozen. Starting with our number one, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is finally out. You go on IGN today, you go on Video Games Chronicle, you go to Kotaku, you go to Polygon. This is all Zelda stuff. And so it has to be our lead news story because that's all you people care about right now. It's all I care about. And so I understand. Me too. What a glorious day it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it started yesterday where people are already saying congratulations, happy Zelda day. But then last night, you know, Tim and I had a business meeting as we do sometimes. We had a business dinner. We finished it. And as we were walking out to the car, I was talking to the guys we were with. And I was like... Like, oh yeah, Zelda, you know, like, yeah, we're gonna come download. And I was like, like, you know what? So, somebody mentioned midnight releases. And I'm like, you know what? There, you know, we were over at Westlake. And I was like, there used to be, I think the GameStop over there closed. But if it's open, I'm gonna go over there because it was like nine o'clock. It was like eight fifty, mm-hmm. and I looked and sure as shit, it was closed. But I, I, I debated for a second, a hot minute of like, should I look Can for a GameStop for a, somewhere? A and I was like, I wouldn't. I looked around, I wouldn't have made it to any in time. But to get home and then look at Twitter and see how many people went to midnight launches, yeah. to see Mike Minotti went to one. I think Jan won- Garcia did as well. Yeah, he has a whole thread about. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Minotti went and he won uh, some kind of trivia and got a Zelda sleeve on, and he looks like a complete like dork. Kidding. You can't be impressed so and go to a trivia thing and then participate. Stuff. Like I, I was like, damn, I should. This this is is such an interesting one, and so. You look at all this, and I saw these different reports, and I saw everybody, of course, last night tweeting screenshots and them doing it and being so excited about it. And then, you know, my wife buying a Switch again, mm-hmm. you know, even though she has a perfectly good OLED at home, buying the Zelda one there. She's so excited about it. And then on my Twitter feed, the random people that I was like, oh, I don't even, you're not even, I follow you for comic book art, but you're talking about this. I follow you for something. I didn't know you had a Switch or cared about games. You're stoked for this. Uh, Instagram stories, so on and so forth. The conversations I've had with Mill Valley Pasta Man, right? Who's just like a pasta guy, but he only cares about fucking Zelda and he's so stoked for it. And like, I was having a conversation with my dad and he was going antiquing with one of his friends on the, uh, the car today, right? And we were talking to both of them and they were bringing up the fact of like, oh yeah, yeah, and my, you know, my physical therapist, he's cancer, what is Zelda? And I had explained it and my dad's like, yeah, what is it? Like my dad doesn't even know. I'm like, mm. this is so crazy that we're having like one, I was, I said it was like, this is a national holiday in yeah. video games to the point that even PlayStation tweeted out. Like, Which shocked me. I saw that and right? I was like, what in the world? Damn, PlayStation <laughs> Social getting to be actually a person for a change, right? Yeah. Like, the world domination of Zelda is such a special thing. And I think, you know, in a day and age where we are so fractured in all of our likes and what we go and watch and consume and yada, yada, you can have a big game and it can be, you know, everybody's playing Survivor, right? Everybody's playing Jedi Survivor. Not like everybody's playing Tears of the Kingdom, right? Oh, yeah. Like, this is one of those things that, like, 
this is always so fucking cool to see this. And you don't, even now, more than ever, it's so rare to see this. You know what I mean? Like a day where everything just hinges on this one game. It's so cool. It brings me back to Elden Ring. And like, I don't know if it's at the same exact level, but just the the amount of spread of Elden Ring was just so exciting to see See, everybody talk about their stories with that. And so you're you're not wrong. And I would counter though with, I don't think it's the same because as I was trying to explain on the phone today to my dad, right? Who of course, I'm like, I, I said this and I know my dad doesn't even know what it means, but I'm like, well, yeah, daddy, you know, I didn't care too much about it growing up because I was a Sega kid. That's like, whew, he has no idea what I'm talking about that. But it is that idea, what I explained to him, right, of like, even back then with the NES original Legend of Zelda, right, you could be a kid or you could be an adult and play that and get something out of it. And that's been the hallmark of the series as it moves on, except for now we're 30 some years in, right? And it's all this nostalgia. It's all these things, yeah. you know, again, like, Brian Altano living the dream of, like he tweeted about taking the day off work and then letting his kid play hooky from preschool to play with him. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is a, a, a moment his daughter will never forget, right? That is enshrining in her how special Zelda is so that in 20, 30 years, she's going to be doing the same thing you hope, right? It's like that is so special of what these games are and what they actually mean and what Nintendo is, right? Like what makes Nintendo special is today that like literally people I would never – I. I've never mentioned to my dad or his friends before a game and had them be like, oh, I know what you're talking about because I heard from this person that. They, that, that didn't happen for Elden Ring, right? Yeah. And it's so I think Zelda is such a special franchise for that. Like, the fact that there are multiple entries in Zelda where you could have hopped in and been like, oh, this franchise is incredible. And, and that just speaks to the consistency of it and the power yeah. of it, where I remember what, like, I remember being a kid and being super late to Ocarina and having a thought of, man... This this thing is this thing is overrated. Like yep. everybody's talking yep. about how Ocarina is the greatest game of all time. It's always Ocarina and Final Fantasy VII, re- or um, I was gonna say remake, but just Final Fantasy VII. People always talk about how like Zelda Ocarina is the one of the best. How Link to the Past is one of the best. And I, then I play Twilight Princess, and I was like, oh, actually, this is fantastic, right? And I played Ocarina. I was like, actually, no, this is pretty fantastic. And I played. <laughs> you know what? Actually, hold on, hold actually, on, no, it's a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty fantastic game. And then years and years later, I played Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, this is literally one of my favorite games ever. Like I can't believe that they got me in in this way after I was on the other side of it, looking at other people play it and going, is it really that good? And it turns out, yeah, it's really that good. And one of the conversations I was having with Barrett this last week was the fact that, you know, it's been cool and interesting building up to the release of Tears of the Kingdom and getting to review it and then seeing the reviews come out and then checking the internet and checking online and saying that, oh, wait, yeah, people actually really love Zelda. I think yeah. I'm so used to people <laughs> being naysayers and also like, reading internet comments and seeing people be like, oh, overrated, oh, it's overrated, oh, everybody thinks this is the greatest thing ever, right? In the same way that I, I did for Ocarina when I was a kid. But then you go to the GQ article and the number one spoilers for the GQ article is Breath of the Wild. And then you go to the to what you're talking about in terms of the world having their eyes on Zelda. And my, my um, litmus test for the last couple of years to see how popular games have become has been TikTok and saying, yeah. whenever I see a game start to infiltrate my TikTok, that's how I know that that game is beyond a level of yeah, uh, a, a level of popularity that goes beyond just video game Twitter and the yeah. video game community because I try to stay off video game TikTok for the most part. My algorithm knows that I do this and my, my day job and then I go home and I want to see... What do you want to see on your I TikTok? I don't know what I want to see on my TikTok. What do you right? want to see? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yes. uh, but no, I, Sam I, had a great one when we were in Summer, uh, yeah, SummerSlam Nashville this year. It was me and Jen, obviously, him and Gia, and, and they introduced to us at dinner one night the fact that everybody has two TikTok sides and it's the... <laughs> The TikTok of uh, like hot like their their interest and the TikTok horny. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, you scroll through and like find your first hobby like one or whatever and then find the first horny. Half like Theo Vaughn's and then the other half is like 
cosplay transitions <laughs> videos. Sure, sure. But um, no, like, see, it's within the last few years, it's been seeing Elden Ring infiltrate my TikTok in a way where it, where it's it's everywhere and everybody's everybody's super into Elden Ring. Recently, it was Hogwarts Legacy of seeing people get sure. excited about that because that's so popular. But then now, yeah, now I'm seeing Tears of the Kingdom in a way where people are fucking excited about Tears of the Kingdom in a way that like you know warms my heart because I'm like, sure. Video games are special. Like people absolutely adore this thing and are very excited about this thing in Unity. Of course, like there are people that go each way with that. Not everybody is excited about Tears of the Kingdom, but there is enough people out there that are super passionate about it that are like, this is my next monumental game that I'm going to play. And I think that's very special and I think that's very exciting. One of the things you said there, right, was the fact that like there's so many excellent entry points, right? And I think that's one of the things that makes Zelda so special. In even Mario, right? But it's that mm -hmm. idea that every one of these drops and for Zelda, for the most part, right? Like, you don't have had to play the other one before it. Like, right? Yeah. Like, you jump. And I remember that there's the Zelda timeline and there's all the theories and the things and blah, blah, blah. And I remember when I first got in, I've talked about it recently on, of course, Remember Blank, where we talked about your, your Zelda, patreon.com slash kind of funny right now. Um, and it was the idea, of course, jumping into Ocarina. I was like, this is great. And then Majora's Mask. I'm like, awesome. I'm continuing the story. And then it's like, you know, Wind Waker. And then it's like, oh, wait, what's going on? Why are they not? The, well, I want to be him. And it's my friends were like, oh, this is not what, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that was never how it's going to be. Like, you can keep going. They, and it, I remember at the time being like, that's weird. Because, of course, you know, I love Uncharted or Infamous or whatever. Because we see these characters go through and change and evolve. And, like, you know, have relationships and yada, yeah. yada, yada. Whereas this one, it is like, it is... It is still at its core, right? A simple children's story. I, again, I, I was like, you know, I, I'm like, you know, my dad, my dad was like, well, who is Zelda? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you play a guy question. named Link who always starts off and you don't have any power really, but then you grow into being the the, the hero of time. And like, I'm like, you are going to save the princess. You know, as the years have changed and evolved, like she's become way more participatory. She's not, you know, the damsel in distress necessarily. You're saving the world, kind of thing, right? And so it is just a fairy tale that we we get every six yeah. years or whatever. But it's like it's video games greatest. You're fairy excited tale. for it, exactly. Yeah, and they they keep retelling it right and to the point of the timelines and all these things i like you can be so into zelda and not even care about that right yeah. you don't have to be bear courtney who is like you know a nerd about it Shout and is like oh i love looking into these things i love seeing the references and all that i'm a little freak he's a little he's a little freak you should, i want to see your tiktok algorithm but like i for me i'm one of the things that just pop punk <laughs> pop punk and then sadness beaties depression um but playing tears of the kingdom I felt that, right? I felt that I, that feeling of being on a mythic quest and having those moments where, you know, I, I think back to, I, I believe it was Miyamoto uh, who was talking about how Zelda came from him adventuring, you know, around his town and and pretending that he's on this mythic quest and pretending that he's like, like he's using his imagination to really fulfill this fantasy adventure. That's pretty much what Zelda was to him, right? Yeah. Hey, let's make that a video game. Let's give people that feeling. And he, they were able to do that through Legend of Zelda, the, fir the first one on NES, right? And that translated over time to A Link to the Past, to Ocarina, and the list goes on. Even to this day, playing Tears of the Kingdom, I had moments where I felt like I could, I, it, like I was using my imagination, right? And it's like, I can't, like, I am adventuring the way I want to adventure. I am yeah. charting my own path. I am discovering things and opening up quests and like, oh man, if I if I put this thing on this pedestal, it'll open open up this door and it's the coolest feeling ever. See, Zelda fulfills that. And that's what I'm chasing. Again, back to like, am I going to run and roll credits on it? Like, that's not my point. Like, I think yeah. it was Anuma yesterday, right? Uh, who was like, don't chase the objective. Don't do this thing. My question for you would be, and I know, again, you've been so great with all the TikToks you and Raj have put up and all the different videos. They're on Instagram too, obviously. And YouTube shorts, I assume. Uh, my question for you though is like, 
legitimately right now before I start this game, mm -hmm. what are your tips? Because of course I don't I, I don't want to not do something and then like I go and get a weapon and ability yeah. that I would I oh this would have made everything so much easier. I should have played this many hours in or done the first dungeon or whatever the hell it is. I mean my biggest tip and it's a similar thing if you play Breath of the Wild you can probably guess this but you know like play it as it comes like have an adventure chart your own path take your time you know one of my favorite things from persona 5 is they have like the i think it's the loading, loading screen, screen that, that rotates take your time and i i would translate that to this game as well if i is i obviously had a wonderful time playing this game i think i could have gotten way more juice out of it sure if i took my are time. you done are you not, I'm not coming back I'm to not it done. i am literally forcing myself to go back and play it like I'll, i keep booting it up and when whenever i have it open i fall i fall back into it and i'm like having a great time just exploring the map I would say play that way. Don't even worry about the the, the main stuff. Do it at your own pace. Um, Can I ask you another question? Yeah, this is I still want your tips. Yeah. But this is again, as I talked about in our review, right? Like I've been for the most part media blackout on this. Like I we watched the trailers, but I'm not digging. I'm not looking into things. I'm not trying to get crazy about it. Mm -hmm. Have they talked about like a DLC pass? That was something they did obviously with Breath of the Wild, right? Where yeah. it was like, hey, there's all this stuff. And I remember when they announced that, I was playing it and so stoked. And then by the time Link's motorbike showed up, I was like, oh, I don't want to go back. I'm going to be yeah. lost, confused. I don't want to go back or whatever. Funny enough, we had that conversation on um, our the stream yesterday uh, where me, Mike, um, Andy, and Kevin on the ones and twos were playing through the first 30 minutes over on, over on the stream. And it was brought up of like, you know, I, I, I booted up Ruffle Wild because I could only play 30 minutes of Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And I brought up the motorcycle. And I was talking about how, yeah, I barely used this thing. Like, I forgot it had the motorcycle. Nick walked by and he's like, or no, Tim was like, oh, they're, you know, they're, they can only play 30 minutes. And Nick's like, no, they're, they've been playing for an hour. And, and Tim was like, no, they're playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And Nick's like, does Breath of the Wild have a motorcycle? And we were all like, yeah, they yeah. added it. Away. He's like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm using this motorcycle. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I, did, I am not a DLC person, but also. I beat the game. Like, I'm, you're giving me these tools after I beat the game. I'm, how, how much am I going to use these tools? I don't. Uh, they've not talked about DLC whatsoever. I would be surprised if there's DLC. Um, like, never say never. Obviously, Breath yeah. of the Wild has it, and like Elden Ring. Because Breath of the Wild, didn't they say it ahead of time? Didn't I thought we knew that they were going to be doing stuff? No, am I, I wrong about that? I don't remember them talking about DLC this I, early. I, if we're I might about. be, I might be conf conflating it with when they did announce DLC. They were like, "There's going to be two packs or yeah. whatever," and they spread it. Like, yeah, yeah that, that's probably I think what I'm thinking. That was a little bit later Got after it. launch because yeah, if, mm -hmm. if Breath of the Wild came out. What was that March 2017? I think it was probably like five or six months later was probably the earliest that they talked about. Maybe it was that E3 that summer where sure. they announced that. Um, I guess like sorry. they could maybe add in like another dungeon or another big thing, like a big thing like that to explore if they did want to mm -hmm. do DLC. I guess my my thought process is this game is so damn big and dense with content that like you don't need it. You don't need it. Yeah, like you're just gonna also, add more. This of it. game was like kind of spawned from a dlc idea where they're like oh we have like other dlc ideas and they're like wait no this could just be its own game and then just start making another game and so, yeah yeah it'd be interesting and also wonder had more ideas even on top of that i wonder how close we are to like a new switch iteration like yeah. if that is a year away i guess well i guess the rumor is that nintendo might not be doing something this summer if they it? came through in the summer and they were like hey this fall like if their fall game because right now nintendo doesn't have a fall game if their fall game was tears of the kingdom dlc I think that no makes, way it makes sense, <laughs> but not a fucking chance it'd be that soon. Oh, that we'd get DLC in the fall, like a big DLC, yeah, like maybe I mean, like, maybe like a little thing here and there, but like not like a gigantic. I think last time with Breath of the Wild, it was the game came out in May, and then what the first wave was the summer, and then the second wave was like December. Was it? Yeah, am I that wrong about? It? Wow, Barry, am I am I wrong about that? Kind of funny. says you're wrong, um, audience. 
about uh, DLC. The DLC came out the same year as Breath of the Wild, right? Like, was it not Wave Two came out in December? Or am I crazy? I want to say it was December 2018. Maybe I'm was wrong. it a full year later? I thought. I thought that's why I thought. Uh, right oh. now, Nanobiologist is catching up with. Um, or oh, I'm opening. You're wrong. Uh, Nano says the Breath of the Wild expansion pass was available for purchase the date of Breath of the Wild's launch. So we did know about uh, it then. We knew the yeah, okay. Which I, we were wondering about. Um, and then uh, the Portland Kevin says Miyamoto. The story of Miyamoto's inspiration for the original Zelda was quote When I was a child, I went hiking and found a lake. It was quite a surprise for me to stumble upon it. When I traveled around the country without a map, trying to find my way, stumbling on amazing things as I went, I realized how it felt to go on an adventure like this. End quote. Mm. Gorgeous, beautiful. Uh, I, I did find it. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild expansion pass DLC pack to the Champions Ballad trailer was December 7th, 2017, which was the Game Awards, I remember. And it was available, I think, like, the next morning, which freaked us all out at IGN because it yeah. was, like, this big, substantial, like, new story stuff. And I remember having to go in, like, the next morning and, like, me and Pear are kind of, like, trying to take in as much as possible to capture footage and all that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, like, I, I mean... I, I think that would be the way to do it because at this point, we had to be getting some kind of new Switch or something next year. I would hope so. I was saying this so Fingers long. Crossed, I was this please, so dear long. God. Like, I would, I would, that was the other thing I was trying to explain to my dad and his friend, right? I was just like, they were like, oh, what about, is Hogwarts Legacy? Like, we want to get that for, you know, my grandson or whatever. And I was like, on Switch? Like, no, they just delayed it again. <laughs> like, it's a whole thing. Like, the Switch is the lowest powered one, so it's all these problems. Yeah. But to go back to the, the tips, right? I, one of the tips I'll, uh, I'd give, uh, of course, Weapons and weapon degradation has been such a big conversation since Breath of the Wild. Um, the way you level up and power up weapons is different this time around because okay. of the fuse system. And okay. so there's more of a reason to go after enemies like Bokoblins, Moblins, to get, uh, get, to get um, ingredients. To to, yeah, to get their ingredients, right? To get their horns, to get like whatever pieces of their body falls off, to then. Resources is a better way than resources ingredients. Probably a good I, word, I was yeah. looking for resources and I came up with ingredients. ingredients. Like, I don't sound right. <laughs> All the ingredients that fall off of these fucking Bokoblins. But yeah, like when Bokoblins <laughs> die, especially higher level Bokoblins, <laughs> it's such a funny word. Say Bokoblins one more time. <laughs> uh, they'll drop their horns, they'll drop materials that you can then collect and. The weapons in, in the game this time around, they're all like they're all decayed, and so you don't have the super powered like fire sword or the thunder sword that you have from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. You instead you make that type of stuff, right? You make that by combining a regular royal broadsword with a thunder item, like whatever you have yeah, in yeah, your inventory, and, whatnot, yeah. and then that'll create a thunder effect to where it works in that way. The more you kill higher power enemies, the more you have. Like I have a ton of resources in my inventory, and so I have what feels like unlimited access to high power weapons okay. because I've fought a lot of high power enemies uh, up until this point. And so you take those um, like those high power materials, fuse them with, with your weapon, and all of a sudden like it'll add like plus 30, plus 40 to your weapon state. Okay. So that, that is now a powerful weapon. So you're, so, you're, so you're saying just fight, just fight. I'm, I'm saying collect those materials and like that is a super valid and probably the, the, the main way in which you're going to have powerful weapons is actually by using the fuse mechanic. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't doing that as much in like the first half of my playthrough. And then once I started doing it, I'm like, dude, I've been missing out on powerful weapons this whole time because I've not been utilizing the, the fuse stuff. The fuse stuff is key to, be, to staying powerful. So would you say then again, like, don't, you know, don't save it, just go for it. Like, you know, be using all your stuff. Yeah. Experiment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't save it, just go for it. Okay. Use the shit that's in your inventory because you're going to have an abundance of items to use and fuse and have fun with. Okay. Uh, 
before this episode, I went on Twitter and I asked people to write in with their Tears of the Kingdom questions, comments, concerns. Yeah. We've been talking so long about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom that we don't have to talk about these questions. Damn. I was, I was use, using these for buffer, but we had a great, great conversation. Sorry, Danny B. Sorry, Dennis J. Zach from Tennessee. The salty sack. You're all fucked off. You guys are all, all, guys are all screwed. We, of course, will do the kind of funny post show for Games Daily. And so we might, we probably will. The other thing, too, is remember, Zelda. of course, we're going to be doing, obviously, a whole bunch of Zelda coverage. I'm sure it will continue throughout Games yeah. Daily. But next week, we are going to, we have it on the calendar to do a Gamescast our first week uh, with Zelda. So, of course, write in to kindoffunny.com slash Gamescast. KF Games? Gamescast. Kindoffunny.com slash Gamescast. Yeah, there you go. We do have more news stories to talk about, of course. Uh, Jeff Keighley has put up a list of partners for Summer Game Fest, but we'll get to that after I tell you about patreon.com slash games. Over on patreon.com slash games, you can go and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase exclusively for you listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season you can go to shadyrays.com and use the code kind of funny you can get 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses you can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people promo code kind of funny at shadyrays.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we're back, and we told you we're not talking about any more Zelda on this episode. And that was a freaking lie. Gotcha! <laughs> Barry, you got a, a clip you wanted to pull up. Yeah, so last night, one Andy Nitro Rifle Cortez was streaming his first hours of Tears of the Kingdom, as so many other people were. Uh, and he has notifications on on his Switch. So while he's streaming, he's getting a lot of notifications of like, oh, Barrett started Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Everybody's starting Tears oh, of the Kingdom. Awesome. Blessing's playing Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, Mitch is playing Tears of the Kingdom. And then someone else came online. Let's watch. Tim Gettys. <laughs> Pokemon Violet. What a nerd, dude. Fucking Tim playing Pokemon Violet. What a loser. Tim, what are you doing? Oh, that's so funny. I've been saying so it for funny. years. Tim's a fake Zelda fan, you know? He's, I mean, he's got to catch them all, you know? Oh, God. Oh, here, here he comes. comes. He's, he's watching the show. This guy. <laughs> this guy. He has something to say. He's marching on to the set like he owns the place. He does own the place. It was a raid. I had to get the chestnut, you guys. I had to get the chestnut. Greg, I got the chestnut, Greg. Greg. What is a chestnut? Then I think? bred the chestnut. Oh, I took the no. chestnut and I took the ditto and I set up a little picnic. And then I watched them breed, Greg. Oh, God. <laughs> they oh. bred and then I opened the little picnic box and I got the eggs out. Now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy Zelda, everybody.
Greg, who was giving, who was receiving? Oh, Ditto was for sure <laughs> putting out that Ditto juice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I invited it. I'm sorry. What, what do you think is a chestnut? I don't think I've heard of it. Actually, no, I know what a chestnut is. Let me look this I up. mean, it sounds like I'm going to imagine a light purple guy. He's got all four it's crazy limbs, how it and then he's got a giant feels. knot. Like It looks really painful in the center of his chest. I mean... Damn, he looks like a Gundam. He looks pretty cool. Andy must like this guy. He looks like an abominable... Armadillo. He looks like an armadillo. Oh, I was going to say abominable snow, snowman, but armadillo is more accurate. Sure. It's like, it's like sure. those two things fused. It's like those two things bred and gave birth to Chestnut, and then Chestnut oh, <laughs> bred with I Ditto. Think, oh, what gen was this, chat? Was this Scarlet and Violet? I feel like this was an older generation Pokemon. Uh, Barry, you played about five hours of um, Tears of the Kingdom. I did. You having a good time? You sick of it? Terrible game. Wow. No, you have it. It's, he said it's, it. It's too early to really talk about it for me, but I'm yeah. enjoying it. That's the top. That was the There's tough thing. There's a reason I didn't stream it last night. It, it feels like a too personal of an experience to kind of quite share. When I, when I came into work the next day after having Tears of the Kingdom, I, multiple people were like, how is it? Right? Like, I remember Andy uh, leans over and he's like, dude, how's Tears of the Kingdom? And I didn't really have a good answer because I'm like, dude, I'm seven hours yeah, in. Yeah, right. And all I can say is that it's overwhelming. <laughs> like, it's just it's so yeah. much. Like, I, I will say I, uh, the last thing I did was land on Hyrule. And the second I did, I was like, I am, this is daunting. Spoilers, so, it yeah. is daunting. Wow. Spoilers that Hyrule's there. Hyrule's wow. there. You landed oh, on it. Shit. You landed on it. Fuck, I'm so sorry. It's like when I spoiled, you know, very, very basic Jedi survivor gameplay things. Every, I'm so sorry. Every now and then I think back to a clip where it was Greg at some on some panel and Greg turns to the camera and Greg spoils The Walking Dead, the video game, like the end of it, the very end of it, like a big character moment. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, no, not at all. Spoilers for The Walking Dead, the video game, because I am going to say it because it's been long enough. You should play The Walking Come Dead. Come right the fuck but, like, on. Greg literally, like, I forget what the context was. I don't even know if there was context. I think Greg just turned to the camera and says, Lee fucking dies. And then <laughs> last maniacally, and this happened like a decade ago. I think about that so often <laughs> when it comes to First off, there would have definitely been context to it. I was definitely making a point. I wouldn't just <laughs> shout that out for no reason. But I, I don't know if what the, the reason was. I can't tell you. I don't know if, the, if it was like Walking Dead related. I think we were just having a, a, like a random conversation. I'm, we must have been about spoilers right maybe just spoilers in general yeah, yeah, yeah. you just turn you say he dies I'll, i remember watching that clip and just fucking that, that that killed me it was hilarious here i am all those other panelists probably laid off from their jobs by yeah. now you know pretty sure one of those panelists is tim gettys <laughs> <laughs> we gotta let him off today <laughs> story number two jeff Keeley has announced the summer game fest partners he tweeted this out yesterday and said and here we go more than 40 partners set to take part in Summer Game Fest activities. Sign up for event alerts at summergamefest.com. Join us for the live showcase event at YouTube Theater on June 8th. Public tickets are now on sale. And then you have the image that does have all the panelists, or not all the panelists, all the partners uh, listed. Do we feel like speculating? Like, WB is there, right? Yeah. We've seen a lot of Mortal Kombat Mortal stuff Kombat. recently. Got to be Mortal Kombat. I mean, I mean so you want to speculate, right? It's, it's the fact that PlayStation's on there. It's the fact that Xbox is on there, right? Xbox obviously has their own showcase and the Starfield Direct that we're talking about this Sunday after SGF's press conference. And But X, remember when Summer Game Fest was like, yo, everybody's a part of it, right? Like Because, mm -hmm. again, Summer Game Fest is more than just that one thing. It's everything. Um, is... Like yeah, that. Ubisoft's on there. Remember, they made a big deal about that. So the fact that PlayStation's on there, I think, leads to the speculation of is the PlayStation, the rumored PlayStation Showcase, the week of the 25th, 
the what we're talking about, or is PlayStation at the SGF press conference? Is that, I mean, it could something? be both. Could, right, because yeah. like well, last year had the state of play, and then Neil Druckmann showed yeah. up at the Summer Game Fest yeah. thing. They had a big presence, and also at this last um, Game Awards, PlayStation had a presence there. I think PlayStation likes Jeff Keighley, and yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised to see even if there is a state of play there. Maybe there is a, a game that they sh- maybe like a, um, a Spider Man Two, right? If Spider Man Two has gameplay revealed at the PlayStation Showcase, we can show more. We can yeah. have like another demo at some at Summer Game Fest. Double yeah, trailer, that way. probably right. Yeah, maybe. Nah, it, they won't double dip. I've, I've, you don't think I've, so? No. <laughs> Maybe you hold your release date for that. No. You think? Uh, no, you think I don't think so release? either. I yeah. just don't think you double dip on it. I don't think you double dip on mm-hmm. it. Netflix. Yeah, on. they got a bunch of games now. What? Uh, Oxen free. Oxen free too. Oxenfree oh too, yeah, probably. Oxen free. Um, Sega's here. Barry, do we finally get Persona Seven? <laughs> Persona Eight. They're announcing the something next Sonic. Nah, if they were doing a concert, maybe. Capcom is there, I assume, for... Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. I mean, there's rumors about this new Resident Evil. Is Gearbox, it... what, are they what are they doing? Oh, it's Gearbox Publishing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is it, is it Borderlands? No, Gearbox well, Publishing. What's Playon doing? What's Playon showing up with? Who Magic the Gathering's there. Neo Wiz. I don't know what Neo Wiz is. But cool. Yeah. Exciting. How excited are you for Summer Game Fest? Oh, I can't wait. You know, it's, you know, it's E3. It's, it gets to be that, you know, fun announcement Christmas kind of thing. So... If we actually get that PlayStation Showcase and that kicks it off, let's fucking go. Let alone then, yeah, you know, the week of, all right, cool, there's going to be the, the SGF Showcase, then we run to LA, we do the media-only event, then it's the Xbox thing, then it's the Starfield thing, then it's Ubisoft. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Story number three, Last of Us Season 2 was preparing to audition actors with video game scenes due to writer strike, but is now on hold. This is Joe Otterson at Variety. The Last of Us Season 2 is feeling the effects of the writer strike. Preparations for casting for the second season of the smash hit HBO series had been underway until earlier this week when it was put on hold, according to an individual with knowledge of the production. Prior to that, however, multiple sources say that the casting team was asking actors to read sides taken directly uh, from the last part or read read sides. I think that's meant to say scenes. Read scenes. No, no. Sides is sides is when you take pieces of oh. like dialogue scenes out and give it to an actor with like no context gotcha. for it. so it's just like learn this come in and do it okay i apologize uh let's take sides directly an actor like me no big deal <laughs> i have not been as ho- in hollywood as long as you uh take them directly from the last of us part two the video game on which the the second season will be based due to the fact that there are no scripts for season two at this time the hope is for the season to begin shooting in early 2024 in vancouver the lack of season two scripts is by no means surprising, as series co-creator and showrunner Craig Mazin has been spotted on the picket line with his fellow Writers Guild of America members in recent days. He is not currently doing any writing or producing work uh, on season two, in keeping with the WGA strike guidelines. Likewise, Neil Druckmann, who co-created the series and served as writer and creative director on the games, is not currently working on season two of the show in any capacity. Mazin wrote the majority of the nine-episode first season of The Last of Us uh, while, he, while he and Druckmann co-wrote the series premiere and finale. Druckmann also solely wrote the seventh episode, Left Behind. Is this writer's strike going to mess everything up? Oh, yeah. Big time. Pay the writers. Fucking pay them! Pay the writers. And if you won't pay them, pay me in blessing. We'll come be scabs. We'll come write write season two. Listen, we not me. Nope, I'm cutting his mic. (laughs) My friends are writers. (laughs) Listen, all right. 
perfect too. All but right, we the, could change things. All right, the worst season two you've ever experienced. <laughs> Let me tell you. I mean, all right, yeah, or we, yeah, we could do the reverse effect and yeah, like make The Last of Us the new heroes and write a terrible season two to accelerate right, uh, you right. know, these fucking greedy corporations. It's an inside job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could not write a good Last of Us part, part two. No. What, I, what I will say. Don't be scabs either. One, on one of them, listen, I'm not going to be a scab, of course, but like, if, on Wait, one of them, sounds like, like you're about to be a scab. <laughs> on one of them, John Oliver shows, on, or one of them, like, you know, daily show type shows, I've always wanted to write for those. And so, like, you know, holler at me, but not to be a scab. Just for advice. I mean, no, that's, consultation. Still, that's still being a scab. <laughs> a consultation? That's, that's a scab? Yeah. I'm not writing, I'm talking. I'm talking to them, giving them advice. Not Are you talking the lines they should say on the show that night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving them some punchlines to the straight to their ears. I'm not putting that's, pen to paper. Yeah, no. No, but no. Support the writers. Good. Support the writers. Pay, pay the writers. Pay them. Fuck AI. Yeah, fuck it. Not like, no, fuck AI. Like, get AI out of here. Don't use AI for the writing. I guess fuck yeah, AI if, like, that's your thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. Like, Story- fuck Allen Iverson or, like, you know, the artificial, artificial intelligence? Yeah. Okay. Well, when you said don't fuck AI, I thought then you were making a joke about <laughs> no. Alan Iverson, and then it, but then you made it about like uh, the robot. And I'm like, All right. No, also, yeah, no, like isn't that like a thing, like a trope, like people? I guess more robots, androids. Yeah, androids yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like in a her, there's a whole thing with that. You ever watch her? No. Joaquin Phoenix. Every single time I see like the Scarlett Johansson for it, like the movie poster, yeah. I'm like, this looks like a cool movie that I should watch. I, I like enjoy it. It seems like a very you movie. I'll tell yeah. you the the really heartbreaking thing about it is like I want that AI so bad not to fall in love with but like it's so helpful like it's so smart uh-huh. he could just say stuff and it would do it how many times am I doing a fucking podcast Siri just starts fucking listening in and goes I can't find that blah 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 blah, blah. I'm like shut the fuck up mm. just the, I want that AI so so bad is the is the thing that got me sure no, I don't but I mean not sexually yeah I want it to just to be do a grocery list that actually is like in one central place. Cause I can, uh, I can, okay. I can have no, Echo you, yeah. do it. I can have Siri do it. But I like using this one app for groceries. And this, you know what I mean. I feel that. Story number four, our final news story: Hogwarts Legacy for Nintendo Switch has been delayed to November. This is Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle. Warner Brothers Games has delayed the Switch version of Hogwarts Legacy again. Following several delays, the game was due to hit on uh, hit Switch on July 25th, but it won't be released until November 14th. Quote. We know fans are looking forward to playing on Switch. Therefore, creating the best possible experience is our top priority, the company said on Friday. Thank you for your patience. Game ain't running on Switch. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Spoilers, this is going to be a garbage truck on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is going to look bad. It's going to run bad. They should, they should just cancel it. But they're going to put it out, and they're going to make that money. Yeah, we'll see. going to run at five frames per second. Just keep on slipping. We'll see what we'll see what happens when we get to November 14th. And they say, you know what? Actually. <laughs> we're going to need a little more time. It's coming out next year. And then I hope you year. forget about it. We will just hope we ride this out and they forget it. Right there. Yeah, exactly. Charles Jacobson. Midnight Suns made the right call canceling. Exactly. I could, actually, no, that, 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 that we talked through. Yeah, I, I can see yeah. canceling it. But I don't know what they're waiting for. Just do it. I guess, you know. There's a lot of money to be made in them Switch Hills. Yeah. A lot of Switches out there. Like I was saying, the friend my dad's antiquing with was like oh yeah you know my grandson would you know really love it i'm like well does he only have a switch because that's gonna be bad news for him yeah maybe they work magic i i want you to know it, it, we're fine everything's okay mm-hmm. but like some people in pr need to little lessons on emails and how like shows work because i got this email here about a new release date and so mm-hmm. i was like ready to insert it and i thought you I, I, in my head I was like are we doing release dates right now kind of thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean but uh, it's Blank release date. Hello, I'm writing to tell you that blank has been scheduled to launch on blank. Then, second paragraph, 
This information is private. No. Under oh, no. Come on now. That's the shit you put in the headline oh, or at the on. start of the email. Don't put that in paragraph two. Oh, boy. Now I got to double That's check. That's bad news right there. I think we're good. Uh, Greg, I'm so curious to see when Hogwarts Legacy comes out to Nintendo Switch. Never. But that day where it comes out yeah. is either so far away or it just doesn't happen. But if I want to know what's coming out to Mom Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, we got The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for Switch and then Baby Storm for PC and Switch. Who will stand up to fight The Legend of Zelda? I will. I am Baby Storm. I will be on How Switch. Baby ba- Storm? As, as it sounds, Baby Space Storm. I don't know. You know, games sometimes fucking spell their. Sure, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's true. That could be a thing. It's Baby Storm. But I I appreciate Baby Storm being like, you know what? A lot of people are going to be opening up the eShop. Why don't we put our game right there? Oh, Jesus. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) Baby Storm, baby. The first thing you see in the trailer are. Oh, it's like overcooked, but it's like changing shitty diapers. Just taking babies, taking care of babies. Taking care of babies every day. I'll Take tell you what, so far, is. they changed the diaper and fed a kid a banana, and that is very accurate to my life with Ben. You gonna pick this up? No, I'm pretty this good. This is all the killer for you? No, I'm good. It is fun to see that today is a Friday, which is usually the big release day, and yeah, everybody got out the get way the except out for out Baby Storm. I, good on you, Baby Storm. Do we want to do a pizza bet of Mike finds out about this game and then downloads this and plays this instead of Zelda in the next week? I'll tell you I right saw now. he downloaded Zelda on airplane Wi-Fi last night. I was like, oh, God, Mike. Well, no, he had the game downloaded. He just needed to, like, have the Wi-Fi to ping that the game was allowed to unlock. Gotcha, and gotcha. So that's, that's what he did. I was, uh, I was proud of him. I bet you he played uh, NHL hits. Yeah, I bet he played thing. 30 minutes and then, like, got the fuck out. <laughs> like, actually, I'm bored. I'm going to boot up some NHL hits. Uh, new dates for you. Amnesia the Bunker has been delayed to June 6th. Away, the survival series is coming to Xbox on June 1st. Day of the Devs is set for June 8th, right after the Summer Game Fest showcase. And then Return launches on May 29th on Steam. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong, so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. This is not a you're wrong. And it's the only thing we got written in, but I guess I'll just say it. Nano writes in and says Diablo 4 has a server slam this weekend. I guess that's a missed new date. Yeah. Sure. Well, the guy who says he doesn't miss any dates. He sees all the emails. Interesting. I, I Listen, I never said I read all the emails. I just said I get them. Okay, fair enough. I just got to sift through, see what works, or see what's important, see what's not important. Is there a new date in here that I'll put in the show? You're just telling me this game exists? Get the fuck out of here. All right, I ain't got time for you. Pop agenda. <laughs> <laughs> fuck pop agenda. Fuck pop agenda. Uh, that's it for kind of funny comps uh, slash you're wrong. Next week's host... For Kind of Funny Games Daily are, on Monday, you're getting Tim and me. Tuesday, you're getting me and the one and only Mike Howard. On Wednesday, you're getting me and Greg. Thursday, me and Tim. Then on Friday, you're getting Greg and Tim. Remember, if you're watching this live, uh, we're trying something new with YouTube Super Chats on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Only on YouTube and the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Mike comes in to talk to his KFD host about your Super Chat questions. Except today is not Mike. It is Andy Cortez. <gasps> Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next Kind of Funny stream starts. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily.